Welcome to the Sex Magic Podcast, where we explore the connections between sexuality and spirituality, the various cultures and traditions of sex magic, and conversations about everything in between, led by a coven of curious modern witches. If you'd like to follow us on social media, our Instagram is Sex Magic Podcast, our website is sexmagicpodcast.com, and if you want to send us an email, sexmagicpodcast at gmail.com. As the year comes to a close, we are looking forward to 2019. I can't believe 2018 went by this fast already. (laughs) So I am excited to share today. We are joined by Mr. Kyle Thomas, a dear friend of the podcast and an insightful astrologer. We are going to be discussing what next year has in store for all the zodiac signs in 2019 in the realms of love, romance, and sex. He's also the astrology writer for Love by Luna. So if you're interested in reading more about this subject, feel free to check out the site soon for some exciting things. (laughs) Today I am joined by Phoenix, Shady, and I am your host, Tosca. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So, Kyle, I'd love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, I have been always very interested in storytelling and in myth. And, you know, as as a filmmaker and a writer throughout, you know, all of my life so far, I've always been interested in the the realms that are beyond and in spirituality. So, you know, whether that was, you know, growing up with very strong religion originally and then kind of branching out into other traditions and paths just ty- just essentially to kind of explore not only, you know, my own inner truth, but also humanity. I, I really found that I was drawn to astrology and have been really researching it uh, for over a decade now. Mm. Um, the, the, originally, I got interested in it because I I wanted a way of trying to understand the world and predict things a little bit better and, and have a, a system that would articulate the mysteries that are happening beyond us. Mm. And so, you know, I was 18 and I, I, I am a gay man and I fell in love with a boy and I was like, are we going to ever be together? And what's mm. we like, what does that look like? And, you know, and I had a friend who actually, you know, she did like an astrological reading on me and him. And, and, I, and I looked at it and I thought that was really interesting. And, you know, it, it kind of showed that there were, there were certain connections between, you know, the different signs and, and, and how we as people are affected by these different cycles of the moon and, and our birth charts and all of that. So, yeah, it's been something that's been really, you know, fascinating to me. And so because of that, I've been charting it for over a decade and, and really looking at uh, different relationships that I've had and, and, and different cycles and things of that nature. So yeah, that's why I'm, I'm really very happy to be here and to kind of, I've done a lot of research into all of the signs for 2019. So let's talk about it and <laughs> dive right in then. Let's get it all. Amazing. <laughs> so what does the new year look like for all zodiac signs? Are there any major transits coming up in the first part of the year? And curious about what would happen perhaps later in the year. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> so much. I know that's so, a really so big much. Question. I mean, there's yeah, there's we've got a lot of really exciting stuff that is happening in 2019. I, I do think that, and I would love to hear just from your, you guys as well, like how you know 2018 went for you. Did you feel like there were a lot of roadblocks? Did you feel like there were where there were openings? You know, just from, from your experiences. You know, I think that would be great because then, I'm, you know, then we can take that and talk about what's coming. Everyone took a really big, deep <laughs> sigh. <laughs> right, right. This is shady speaking, by the way. But yeah, I mean, 2018, I feel like it went by way faster than 2017. And from a lot of people that I've talked to, they've said that it's just been a very transitional kind of mm-hmm. year. Um, I feel like for me, it was kind of all in different stages. Like the first couple of months were just crazy, working super hard. Like the next couple of months, I was like leveling up some like foundational changes, like starting to work out and cook like actual real food, which was a big deal for me at least. (laughs) And then, yeah, I feel like I've been laying a lot of good groundwork for just leveling up in general. And I feel pretty good vibes going into 2019. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. 
2018 was a really transformative year for me. I feel like this was the year I stepped into my adulthood and I really owned myself um, and my identity as a woman. I made some major changes in my life, but I think the biggest changes in 2018 uh, were within in that I feel way more comfortable with who I am now and I feel a bit more fearless in sharing who I am with the world. Um, and starting this podcast was a really big thing in 2018. So I'm I'm grateful to uh, be closing this year with this podcast, all of us together. <laughs> Yay, Tosca! We're so proud of you. <laughs> uh, Phoenix here, and I can relate to a lot of both what Shady and Tosca have said because 2018 has been incredibly transformative, um, but also really heavy. Um, and not just for me; I know for a lot of people in my life. Um, I lost two grandparents that I love dearly almost back to back um, and it wasn't totally unexpected, but still was just like a lot to, I'm not very good at loss. So that is still something I'm like working on. So that tied with um, starting two new jobs and starting this podcast and continuing all this very transformative shadow work that I've been doing. And I know Tosca and I have talked about this at length, mm -hmm. um, but it's really been a year of just like digging deep and looking within and finding my strengths and uh, holding on to it. And some days I've had to fake it till I make it. Um, but I, I definitely, I have that, that feeling of optimism, you know, that the, the sun will come up tomorrow or that there's a light around the bend and all there are a lot of things from this year that are wonderful wonderful things that have come out of this year to be grateful for but I definitely will feel like that sigh of relief I know it's cliche but I do like that a new year brings us that clean slate that mm -hmm. feeling of a new beginning well so you're phoenix after all yeah, yeah. Well, taking all of that, you know information and, and those experiences that we've shared by the way I'm sorry that you went through all of that loss one of the things that, you know, we all were going through at the same time is Jupiter was in Scorpio. And that's a very penetrating and deep emotional transit for everyone mm -hmm. on Earth. Now, Jupiter has moved into Sagittarius. And mm -hmm. so we're beginning a new trend for the next 12 years in this area of our lives. Also, you know, obviously eclipses bring a lot of destiny. And, and that's kind of one of the things that I'll be touching on a lot today as well. So... You know, also one of the biggest things that was a big focus of 2018 is that for the last six and se six or seven months, we had a lot of retrogrades. And a retrograde always makes us revisit things that are underneath the surface or from the past karmically that we need to address. And so, you know, with, with Mars being retrograde and then with, you know, Venus going retrograde and with Mercury going retrograde, we had all of these shadow periods as well that, you know, the pre-shadow and the post-shadow, and we're still in that actually right now. However, going into 2019, I have some really great news and I, I, I'm just really excited to, to talk about how we're all going to be evolving into this next stage for, for ourselves. So starting off in January, uh, we're back in eclipse season. And eclipses are, as I was saying, always about destiny. They are things that happen in our lives that were created by the stars or by God or the angels or whatever you truly believe in, but at the moment that you were born to face and to interact with. So we actually have an eclipse in Capricorn on January 5th. This is a solar eclipse, and this is going to ultimately open a new doorway in each person's life. Then we get to another eclipse, which is going to be in the evening of the 20th, um, early morning in the 21st, that is going to be in, in Leo. We've had a lot of eclipses in Leo, yes, uh, for the last <laughs> couple of years. And this is going to be the final one, which is going to create a culmination. And the lunar eclipses are always on a full moon. And they're, they're much more powerful than, than the average original transit of a new moon or a full moon. So that's one thing that we're just going to definitely be facing right away. Right. I know a lot of, this is shady right now. I know a lot of Leos that were uh, going through some breaking down and then building back up. Yeah. But just like you said, with all the overlapping retrogrades, I definitely felt that there was like a lot of, uh, mm. just felt kind of stuck and confused mm -hmm. and not really feeling like myself. So 
I'm glad that those are over. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, Venus and Mars are not going to be going in retrograde in 2019. And so that I know, right, you know, like, thank God, you know, that we don't have to deal with that. Um, And another thing that I want to bring up is that uh, starting on January 6th, we also have all of the planets being direct and they will be direct until March 5th. So at the very beginning of the year, you know, that's what you were talking about before, Phoenix, about Mm -hmm. how we want to start fresh and we want to really begin new relationships or projects or or, you know, opportunities or take the ones that we already have to the next level and the stars are opening that up for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for all of the listeners and, and, and everybody that can hear this, you have an open door now that is that is happening very soon mm-hmm. and this will allow you to grow very quickly. Um, the next thing that I want to kind of talk about with 2019 is that uh, we have some of our planets that are the outer planets that are going to be moving into into very specific places. As I mentioned before, we have Jupiter and Sagittarius, and Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And so when a planet that is uh, in its natural like home base, it, it creates the most powerful blessings that it can give to everyone. Mm-hmm. So because Jupiter is here, it is going to enhance everybody's life even exponentially more than it would in, in let's say, Scorpio, where it was just before. Right. So shady here. So like for people that may not know about like a planet being in like it's ruling whatever, because I know that like Saturn is in Capricorn right now. Yes. So like just the energy is basically like enhanced in a good way. Yes. It means that it can it can deliver its energy to our our lives in a more cohesive and efficient and clear way okay so for instance Mm -hmm. if like venus is in aries Mm -hmm. it's in its detriment yeah so it's going to have a very difficult way of of releasing its energy Mm. right you know so so that would be one way of explaining that so the way i'm envisioning this is like okay let's say you have uh let's say you have a chef and he is traveling around and doing his chef thing he's probably not going to make his meal in any better place than his own home. Yes. Because absolutely. it's his kitchen. Mm-hmm. Got it. Exactly. So that's like the planets. That's a great analogy. Yeah, to yeah I really like that. Nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love analogies. Right. Um, another thing that I want to bring up is the planet Uranus. Uh, Uranus is all about revolution, transformation, change. And last year, for six months, we had Uranus enter Taurus, so from May until November. However, it slid back into Aries for a retrograde. And, you know, so if you think back to your life from May to November and how your life was changing, you're going to start to think or start to realize the trends that are going to be coming for the next several years, because starting in March, Uranus enters Taurus for, uh, for I believe it's about seven or six years or so. Wow. Uh, it's roughly around oh, that. Wow. I have to get the exact number. But it's, it's going to transform the ways that we're seeing money and the environment and also mm-hmm. the things that we value in our lives because Taurus is all about value and worth. Mm. Um, So that's just one thing, you know, did did you guys notice any significant changes, you know, at that point in time? Wait, it was May? It was from May to November, yeah. May to November. I mean, that's when I was like leveling up like my exercising and like focusing on my health. So yeah, I feel like that's like stable and, you know, like investing in totally being a healthier person. Related to money, uh, Phoenix here, I did get the I actually did some abundance and financial magic and through a couple of things we actually talked about it a little bit in the manifestation episode um but I asked for a specific amount of money and I now make that amount of money so I was just like set my mind like I'm gonna make this much a month and then the universe was like here you go hey it wasn't exactly how I thought it was gonna happen but it happened <laughs> so now just say like a billion dollars I just need to, I, you need to get specific though also when you have those intentions totally well and Taurus Taurus rules wealth Taurus mm-hmm. rules abundance Taurus mm-hmm. is this is it rules the second house of possessions and money and mm-hmm. income and all of those kinds of things so mm-hmm. that is a very great way of using that, that energy boost. to 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 radically change your life mm. Well, for me, I instinctively think of certain ways I was making money uh, mm-hmm. that all came to kind of like a, an explosion by the, by the end of like August. I had a business and I had a different kind of job. And actually from May to, you said November, yeah. 
um, I've been feeling this uh, transition into trusting my creative spirit to be where I receive my financial abundance and stability from. And I think as this new year approaches, I'm, I'm really uh, stepping into that trust. And, and I think that all things will come mm-hmm. very soon. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so the next thing I want to kind of touch on with 2019 is that then we're going to get back to July and then that's eclipse season. So everyone's lives are going to be shaking up again in some different way. Mm-hmm. However, they're going to be connected to the the, uh, the the so there's going to be a solar eclipse in Cancer on the second of July, and that's going to open a new door. But whereas the door that was opening on January fifth next year is going to be culminating on July sixteenth. Mm. So you're going to you know one thing that I'm going to be talking about a lot today is that every every moon is connected to the, the following one in that same sign. So mm. you can you can chart your cycles. You can you can figure out how you can actually plant the seeds that you need. And to, to to harvest them in the way that you most hope to manifest them, mm. because it connects to like the moon that is six months later, right? Yes, and that's exactly. a thing that I didn't know before, because people are always like, "Oh, you know, the lunar cycle, plant the seeds of intentions during the new moon, then by the full moon, it's all culminated." And I always thought it was like for that month, but it's actually six months later Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. was like new news to me i was like okay it's not right away i was like that'd be Mm -hmm. pretty freaking fast yeah totally totally. the universe really gives you a great amount of time to put both like your intentions into place and to be able to work to achieve those goals so i i really like that it's six months that feels like you're not giving yourself too much time if you have a specific goal you Mm -hmm. want to accomplish but it's, I just feel like that's a really wonderful um, mark. And it's from, you know, one season to the opposite as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, another uh, point that I want to bring up is that uh, at the end of August and into September, we're going to have five planets that are in Virgo. And this is a major, major moment of the year. So we're going to have uh, Mars there. We're going to have, Vir- we're, we're going to have Mars, Venus, Mercury, the sun and the moon. And so the new moon that happens around August 30th is going to open a massive door for you. And it really depends on where it falls for your sign. So for instance, like if you're an Aries, it's going to be for a huge opening in work. If you're a Taurus, you're, it's going to be a huge opening in, in love. For Gemini, it's going to be focused on home, all of those kinds of mm. things. So that's a really big moment to, to be looking forward Virgo to. Virgo on everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you're, you know, you're, you're, being a, you're a Pisces, so like I can, you know, I can't wait to even talk about the opportunities that are going to be there for you. Oh, man. I'm excited. I mean, I love you. So, <laughs> um, and then just so, some last things to say uh, on 2019 is that all of our Mercury retrogrades in this year are predominantly going to happen in water signs. So that means that we're all going to be spending a lot of time balancing our minds with our emotions and then allowing ourselves to use our intuition to guide us more. So, mm-hmm. Kyle, really quick, can you just touch on a lot of people have this taboo toward the whole Mercury retrograde thing, but yeah. I know there's there's some there's some, I guess, good that can come out of that, like reflective uh, nature. Uh, so I was just wondering if you could touch on that briefly and how it's like not the end of the world, although it is important to maintain our communications and double check things. Totally, totally. So actually any retrograde I look at as a blessing. So one example I'm going to go through is that uh, Venus was just going retrograde this year and it was in my house of partnerships specifically. And so I was going into a partnership that was not what I expected it to be. Mm. However, during that point in time, I actually reconnected with someone that I used to care about very intensely, and I still do, but it like reversed. Like the person I thought that I was going to be really focused upon is no longer in my life now. Mm. And, you know, I've opened this door to this person that used to be in my life, and, you know, I just want the best for him. But, but it was, I never expected that to ever happen again so you know looking at a mercury retrograde that too is it's also it's having you revisit you know different things that can actually help you become more more successful or help you to review you know the way that you give or receive love it just really depends on you know where the communication is going to fall in your chart Mm -hmm. And, and that's one of the things that you know if you if you go to an astrologer if you read you know love by luna like 
that I, we go into that kind of stuff because I want to help, I want to help you grow and use that energy in a way that's going to be the most effective for your life. Mm -hmm. Mm. I definitely agree. I thank you so much for touching on that. I feel like this Venus retrograde was definitely an opportunity to grow and heal. Totally. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that. And it's just, and that's why as much pain as it may have caused people, it actually creates more love and beauty and opportunity because it allows you to grow and evolve into a more mature, you know, spirit and human being. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So then the last thing that I'm going to say of 2019 is that on December 3rd of 2019, Jupiter is going to go in, into Capricorn. And so for the last several years, we've actually been building up to 2020. Um, I know that Shady and I talk about this all the time. And I, like, I'm going to let you take this right because it's just there's huge things coming in 2020. Yeah, I just feel it. I'm like 2020 is going to be lit. I've actually <laughs> felt that too. Something <laughs> is building. I can feel it. Totally, it's going to totally. be great. But but ultimately what it is is that Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter are all going to be in Capricorn. And so that that energy is going to unite into a major grand conjunction. Mm. And so all of the energy will be purely manifest as one. So depending on where it falls for your chart, that energy is going to be very, very powerful and potent. Um, and we'll have some other really interesting tr uh, transits and... and um, kind of like battles of the planets going on. But <laughs> but essentially, you know, it's it's going to be a really wonderful time and it's going to really help, you know, us evolve globally and personally as well. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I am so looking forward to it. So, Kyle, can you give us a little bit of insight for what each sign might expect in 2019? Yeah, yeah I mean, I definitely did pull up some, you know, important love and sex and romance transits. So I'm going to kind of just try to rattle them off relatively quickly without Thank getting you. them too, uh, too much intensity. Um, <laughs> so if you are an Aries or you are an Aries rising, uh, January is going to be really hot because Mars will be blazing through your sign. And it's just going to cause the, 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 your ability to feel powerful and sexy and you know your, your hunger to conquer the world. It's, it's going to be even stronger than usual. Um, there's also going to be a full moon eclipse in this love zone of your life on the 20th of January, which is the eclipse in Leo. So that's going to be a huge moment for you. No. So July and August are going to be really fabulous for all Aries looking to spice up their romantic or sex life. So, you know, make sure that you're watching out then. Mars, Venus, Mercury, the sun, and the moon will all be heating up this area. One of the big times that you can actually harness this is the new moon in Leo on July 31st. So make some big actions after that point in time, and you're going to allow love to come in. Which, God, they're just winning. Yeah, I mean, like, well, the thing is, every sign has the opportunity. It's just you've got to nail it when it's mm. right. Yeah, uh, and then there's a August 15th is a full moon uh, that is also going to be highlighting your partnerships, Aries. So, so look into that, um, and then where is that? This. With Jupiter and a fire sign, it also blends really beautifully for you. So it's just going to allow you to attract more things into your life. Okay, so they don't have anything wrong. <laughs> Sounds just like, like lots things of are going to go well for Aries. Yeah, yeah. All At least in those realms. <laughs> yeah, and this is shady, by the way, talking, trying to do a better job of that. But like, yeah, I know that Mars moves into Aries like right at the beginning of the year, it's the right? First, yeah, yeah, because it's currently in Pisces right yeah. now, which is why I know a lot of people are kind of like not taking direct action, doing things, kind of like contemplating how like the whole year has been. So I think it's cool that it's like lining up right then, like, okay, new year, Mars and Aries, let's go. Totally, totally. <laughs> and with Aries being, you know, the the beginning of the Zodiac, mm -hmm. you know, I think it really sets us up for a great trend in the year. Mm -hmm. So do you want me to move on to the Taurus or yes. how do we? Okay, cool. All right, so some uh, highlights for Taurus in 2019 are that Jupiter, the planet of good luck and good fortune, is just lighting up in your erotic and intimacy zone. Um, this is going to last until December 3rd of, the, of 2019. Um, and, but this area also focuses on how you merge with other people. So it could be financially focused or investments, but sexuality is also highlighted as well. Um, so, you know, if people are ever referring to like your urge to merge. I think we came up with that. I think, I I mean, think maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's that kind of energy, you know, when you just really, you know, you're just, you know, 
completely combining and it's just so fucking hard. I feel Sorry. like Taurus is naturally about like, you know, wanting to really like Eat solidify. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm about it all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Taurus is really passionate about locking it down. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kyle Thomas, and I'm always trying to lock it down. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta secure the bag. But, but I mean, let's not get into that now. <laughs> um, let's get through the signs, and then we'll dive in. Yeah. Um, all right, We're so having too much fun. The, there's a standout moment for Taurus um, that is, that's going to be... Oh, yeah, so it's um, starting in the end of August until the middle of December. I mentioned this earlier about Virgo, is that there's going to be a new moon in, on, on August 30th, that is going to be just absolutely mind-blowing. And it this area rules love and art for you. So, you know, with Venus, Mars, Mercury, the sun and the moon, all in this area lined up with, you know, this, this, this grand door opening to you, you finally have the opportunity to have a breakthrough in love that you've always been looking for. So this could mm. be a soulmate connection. This could be, you know, you finally, you know, get that commitment from someone that you've been wanting to. Or, you know, you just allow yourself to fall more deeply into a place of, of acceptance of love or grow closer with that person that you love. You know, this is just such a magical time. And, you know, I am a romantic, so, like, I really can feel that kind of energy. And, and knowing that that's ahead, I'm like, hell yes, I am going to own that. And it's going to be mine. Like, I am going to crush it then. And I'm so excited. You so. Taurus is in the owning oh of things, man. I don't even know. It's so true. I mean, my horns are showing. So, yeah. So, um, other just to f finish up some Taurus, um, May 18th is going to be a massively powerful full moon in relation to your partnerships. So, you know, just kind of notice that that there will be or that will be happening around then. And then the end of the year will also be big for for partnership for Taurus because Mars will be powering through your marriage and commitment zone. And, you know, as we all joke about how Taurus wants to put a ring on it, like you're really going to be about it then. So, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of keep that in mind. Tell us more, Kyle. All right. So for Gemini, we have some really amazing aspects for you. So Gemini is actually the most blessed in marriage this year, as well as all one-on-one -on -one commitments. And that goes until December 3rd of 2019, which is a very long time. Jupiter entered this zone on November 8th of 2018. So you get over a year of luck in this area. But, mm -hmm. you know, you could also use that for business partnerships as well. You know, you, you've been establishing important coll collaborations as well. Um, that's that's key to it. Um, what else do we have? So uh, Venus enters your marriage zone on January 7th until the beginning of February. So that will be a time where you're going to be enjoying a lot of pleasure with your one and only. And if you do not have one, you have an opportunity to really find someone in the kind of commitment that you'd be looking for because it just has to be a negotiation that you discuss. Also, Gemini has two, not just one, two full moons that are back to back in their romance zone, which is crazy because that is so rare. And, and it's going to take place on March 21st and April 19th. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to look back to October 8th of 2018 and see what kind of romantic energy that you're building in your life. Then last for Gemini, the middle to end of September is going to be very lovely with so much energy going into your love zone as well, with Venus and Mercury and the sun and moon dancing through here. And with Jupiter still in your in your house of marriage, it's just looking so magical. So you're you're going to be feeling an immense amount of love in your relationships, and you have so much luck to enhance this as well. Oh my gosh, feels good to be a Gemini right about now. <laughs> All right, who is a Cancer? Because you have a lot of opportunity here here as well in 2019. So there's been a lot of action going on in Cancer's house of marriage and partnership for quite a while with Saturn and Pluto taking up residence in Capricorn, which is directly across the sky from you. This may have act actually had made it more difficult for your partnerships to form, but it also means that you're transforming through these partnerships for the better. This may actually be beneficial for solidifying serious relationships or growing into a deeper relationship with someone if you are, are already in a partnership. However, we've also had eclipses that are now beginning in Cancer and Capricorn. And this means that all Cancer are seeing a huge shift on how they see themselves and a counterpart. 
So, you know, if you're single, you may be meeting faded partners, or if you're taken, you're either getting closer and making, you know, deeper engagements, or if your relationships have been weak, they may have completely shattered. So that's something that you're going to have to pay attention to as these eclipses continue. Uh, right on the Jan uh, on January 5th, there is a solar eclipse in your house of marriage. And this eclipse is going to be linked to the lunar eclipse on July 16th. So, you know, think about solar eclipses as the destined openings that are meant to be for you. And then the lunar eclipses are going to be destined culminations or endings. There's a full moon on May 18th. And this is a big moment for your love life as well, as this is a part of the, the sky there. Um, and then the last thing that I'm going to say, which, you know, I, I literally just want to hug every single cancer and just pat you on the back because you have such an opportunity and it comes fully at the end of the year. So the, the best news is that Jupiter, the planet of miracles and luck, moves into your marriage and commitment house on December 3rd of 2019 and goes through there throughout 2020. So many cancer will be getting married or partnering the year after for sure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Right. We're all just like, we're not cancers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of all the people I know, like as you go through yeah. this, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's gonna Is it crazy me. though? Like yeah. it's but like, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm gonna take a sip of this and I'm going to jump on Leo. Oh my gosh, you're going to need some water to put out that fire. <laughs> we can't put that fire out, honey. No, that's true. You can't. All right. So some top Leo highlights for love and sex in 2019 <laughs> are Jupiter, our planet of miracles, is lighting up for love for Leo most of the year. So this is going to be a huge opportunity for every single Leo to really indulge in their pleasure of their heart. Leo has been going through a lot of shifts and changes due to the eclipses that were happening in, in your sign over the last few years. And that will culminate with a final eclipse on the evening of January 20th or you know in the, the morning hours of the 21st because this is in your sign. And this will be directly connected to the things that you were launching last August in 2018. So think back to what that was, where you were going, what you were <laughs> feeling, how it was affecting your relationships, and you're going to finally see culmination now. Also, I'm really loving July and August the most for Leo because you're going to have so much power and energy to really go after what you want and bend things to your will, <laughs> which I know you like. Oh, yeah. Mars, Venus, and Mercury will all be dancing through you. So if love, sex, or partnership are important, you have it more of an opportunity now to dive in. Overall, though, the new moon in your partnership zone on February 4th will be great for commitments but later in the year, around November 26th, there's yet another opening in your love zone, which you know ultimately will bless you even further in 2020. So I do think that you have such a wonderful year, so open your heart and allow it to ignite. Oh, I'm excited. Phoenix is real happy to hear that. <laughs> in third person. <laughs> right. All right, Virgos, I am ready to read you. All right. So Virgo highlights for 2019 are that, you know, honestly, you may have been seeing some difficulty in the love department since Saturn has been powering through this area of your life since the end of 2017. However, this is making you focus on putting in the work to make your love last. And, and Virgos, you like, to, you like to work, you like to invest your energy, but it's making you work harder, which can also exhaust you and make you feel like your, your efforts are not paying off. However, the new moon on August 30th in Virgo has so much magic and potential because you have Venus, the planet of love and beauty, along with Mars, the planet of drive and sex, and Mercury, the planet of communication, all inside of your sign. So this means that you also have more opportunity and can, can essentially move the world around you how you want it to be. There are also two eclipses in your love zone on January 5th and then July 16th. So lay big seeds in the beginning of the year and see them culminate in summer. Mm. My favorite, favorite time for you, though, truly is going to be when Jupiter enters your love zone on December 3rd of 2019. But then yet again, we have a solar eclipse in this love area as well on December 26th of 2019. So you're going to see even more opportunities pour down from the sky into your heart. When this same kind of setup actually happened to me a couple years ago, um, Jupiter was in my love zone and had just entered there. 
and there was a solar eclipse in this love zone in 2015, and that was the last time that I fell in love. So I promise that it's going to open a door for you too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's so moving. All right. Libra highlights for 2019 are Mars is going to be powering through your partnership zone at the very beginning of the year. So you're going to see a lot of focus on commitment or wanting that. Venus also glides into your love zone from March 1st to March 26th. So this is going to be a great time to circulate, get out there, update your look, you know, really, you know, show off those heels, whatever you need to do to really make yourself feel beautiful and attract that energy into your life. Because whenever Venus is in a very specific area of your, of your chart, it allows you to become magnetic and attract that in. Uh, so yeah, make sure that you're definitely doing that. However, Mercury will be retrograde during this time, so do not commit. Make sure that you take that time to get to know that person or you know, fall deeper in love and, and, and commit later on. Also, uh, there's going to be two full moons in your sign this year. And so when that happens, it means that the universe is deliberately giving you even more manifestation because it, the universe comes with checks and balances. You've had some difficult things that have happened over the last few years with the planets being in your sign, um, as well as you know Uranus being across the stars from you and, and causing you to transform in your partnerships. So make sure that you're getting out there around March 21st and April 19th because you will be you will be radiant and you will have again this opportunity to really step into your power and manifest the life that you want. Uh, there, last for you, um, there's going to be a big full moon in your love zone on August 15th, though. So this would be a great time to really be bringing that that more into your life and look back at the seeds that you planted earlier in the year. Mm. So there's that. Um, yeah. Let's do Scorpio. Scorpio, Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> All right. Uh, some Scorpio highlights for 2019 are that you know, there's there's going to be a significant focus on partnership for Scorpio this year with a lot of energy going through your house of marriage and commitment. Mars is going to light up this actually literally on Valentine's Day until the end of March. So Scorpio, Aww. if you have a partner or want one, there can be a lot of fiery energy in manifesting one or using that for your pleasure in bed. <laughs> So, you know, and you definitely like that. Um, So, you know, you have an opportunity to really, you know, try new things or, you know, really ignite that passion inside of you. So get it on. (laughs) It takes two years for Mars to go around the sun. So this won't happen again for quite some time. Mm. Also, Uranus enters your partnership zone for several years on March 6th. So you're going to find that your partnerships are actually going to evolve a great deal over the coming years. This may mean that you're attracting more eccentric people into your life and relationships or more intense or just just more unique, ultimately. March will be a great time for romance for you. and uh, But however, Mercury will be going backwards in this romantic zone. So Scorpio, you actually may reconnect with a lover or person from your past. So be aware of that. And, you know, obviously don't commit during that point in time. But you know, if it's something that really is beautiful within your heart and in a mirror in a positive way, be open to that and see how you both have grown. The last thing I'm going to say for uh, important dates for Scorpio are that if you're looking for significant partnerships, May 4th is going to open a door for you. May 18th is going to be a big moment because you will be in the the center uh, spotlight at this point in time because it's a full moon in your sign. And then September 14th could also see a big culmination for love as well. Sagittarius, welcome to one of the best years of your life, Sagittarius. So some highlights for you are going to be that with Jupiter in your sign until December 3rd of 2019, it means that you are the celestial favorite. This is the beginning of the next 12 years of your life. So you have an opportunity to completely transform it and lay the seeds for the things that you would like to manifest. So you have more opportunity actually at this point in time because the ancient astrologers used to say that when Jupiter was in your sign, it was the best time to bring in love, to get engaged, to find a soulmate, or basically just to make miracles come true. So, you know, visualize what you want and and write that down and go out and find it because you have the opportunity now. And and I've known a lot of Sagittarius even just in the last couple months who have seen their lives transform already. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. My roommate is 
a Sagittarius and I adore him and, you know, just a lot of my friends. I've, I've been noticing that. Um, also, Venus will be in Sagittarius from December 7th uh, until the beginning of, I'm not sorry, January 7th until the beginning of February. And you're going to be more magnetic and attractive. So this is an opportunity to, again, use the power of Venus to take in what you want and use your mind and use your body and use your spirit and allow that to come to you. Uh, Mars is going to be powering through your love zone for the first entire month of the month and half of the year too. So this gives you an opportunity to be bold and to be direct and to go after what you want. There will also be a new moon in your love sector on April 5th, and that's going to open a door for you to bring in new love or romance as well. And Mars will be uh, actually going through your commitment zone all month during this time. So that's going to actually signal by looking at that pattern that many Sagittarius are actually going to meet very fiery and passionate lovers who they actually may want to partner with, even if it's something you know less traditional than you know, a monogamous relationship, maybe it's something that is, it's like an open relationship or it's, it's an agreement that they feel really wonderful and they love and it's going to completely make them feel like they can finally manifest the kind of partnerships that they're looking for. Mm. Uh, then the last thing I would also say is that Venus enters Sagittarius again in November. So the first three weeks are going to be phenomenal for attracting and being magnetic. So use this energy, Sagittarius, and make sure that you are establishing your reign on the next chapter of your life. <laughs> it's like cuffing season. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, the one thing about Sagittarius that I love is that, you know, they have this, this, this freedom and this, ex this opportunity to expand and, and try new things and, and be daring. And I think that's a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. So, yeah. you know, My use mind. that energy. I feel like that's what they naturally do, too. Yeah, and I so love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. totally. My mom is a true Sagittarius, and her birthday is today, actually. So it's appropriate Aww. that we are recording. And oh, I love Shout out to Phoenix's mom. <laughs> the thing that you just said, though, she just got a home signed yesterday in her dream state that she's been wanting for years. So that's like, I'm sitting there going like, oh my gosh, so spot yeah. on. And I my roommate, he just, got his, he, he just got his dream job with Warner Brothers. Wow. Amazing. I know, and I was like... You know, and I, you know, I clearly am a part of that dream because I'm your roommate now. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, anyways. So what's going to happen for Capricorn? Let's jump into the GOAT. Uh, so the Capricorn highlights for 2019 are that there are eclipses that are happening in Capricorn and Cancer for the, for the most part now, which means that Capricorn are going to see their lives change dramatically over the coming year. Uh, it'll all start to go to the next level around January 5th and it will culminate in another eclipse in Capricorn on July 16th. Also, with a solar eclipse in your partnership zone on July 2nd, it means that the universe is causing major shifts in your one-on-one -on -one relationships. Eclipses are fate and destiny, so you may notice a huge beginning, like a faded new partner, or an engagement or a commitment with someone, if it's right. If you're in a relationship and it's not working, however, it could end because the universe just wants you to be happy and to grow and to evolve. And ultimately, it would mean that something better would be on its way. There's going to be some big focus for love uh, for, for all Capricorns starting when Mars enters this zone on Valentine's Day, February 14th, until the end of March. And a new opening in this area occurs on May 4th which is a new moon in Taurus. So you're going to want to open, you know, open your, you know, dating profiles or, you know, meet new people through friends or go to a matchmaker or, you know, if you have a partner already, you know, really, you know, find some fun dates to go to, you know, really indulge in passion, pleasure. And, and the more that you put your energy of love out into the universe with that relationship, it's actually going to repay, repay you even more when we see a full moon in that direct area later on in the year. So think about that. Uh, you'll also see a big moment for love around actually November 12th. That's the one I was just discussing because that is directly tied to May 4th. So think about that pattern that you want to lay. And then, you know, you can, you're usually very methodical and practical. So imagine how you can make that something into a mountain. However, the absolute best year news of the entire year is that Jupiter moves into your sign for the first time in 12 years on December 3rd, 2019, and it will continue to power through you throughout 2020. This means that you now become the celestial favorite, 
and it and is a brand new beginning of your next chapter of your life, and that's going to last for 12 years. During that time, in 2020, some Capricorn will find their soulmate if they have not found them already. They will get married or engaged to one if they are finally open to that, or just find that they have more luck in any way during this time. 2020, man. <laughs> Feel it. Bring it on. So for Aquarius, your highlights for 2019 in love and sex follow now. This year, Aquarius is blessed with a ton of social expansion because Jupiter is lighting up your, your friend sector. And this actually may mean that you could meet new lovers through friends or events. Um, so you definitely want to be out and about as much as possible. There's also a huge uh, moment for partnership for Aquarius on January 20th with a full moon lunar eclipse in your partnership zone. This is going to highlight it, and you, you know, if you have a partner, you're going to see them demand more attention from you. This also could signal some endings if things aren't working out. Or some Aquarius could meet a fated partner or get engaged or see themselves taking their relationships to the next level. Venus is going to glide into your sign on March 1st throughout most of the month. So this is a perfect time to be magnetic and update your look and really be out meeting new options if you are trying for that or using your ability to be spontaneous and magical with your partner so that you can allow yourselves to get even closer during this time. And then Mars is going to actually power through your romance zone starting in April too. And then there will be, and this will be happening until May 16th. So your romantic life, you know, can get really hot and heavy. And if you've, you know, you've got to take charge at this point in time because Mars energy is very, it's dramatic, it's fiery, it's, it's dominant. So allow that energy to rise within you so that you can actually, you know, get spicy. <laughs> you know, really, really get adventurous with that. Get spicy, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last stuff I'm going to say for Aquarius is that there's a new moon on July 31st that could open a door for new commitments. And you'll see another moment of love take the stage on December 12th which is a full moon in your romance sector. You do have a really great opportunity here, Aquarius, so make sure that you're trying to, you know, be as social as possible if you have a partner and, you know, go out together because you're going to really have an opportunity to get closer with each other and also build your network as well. Finally. Last but not least. Absolutely not least. <laughs> uh, all right. So last but not least, we have uh, the, the Pisces highlights for love and sex in 2019. Career is actually going to be taking center stage for you, Pisces, this year. Uh, so that actually may mean that some Pisces are stepping into the limelight with a lover because this area of your chart also sometimes signifies marriage because it's a time when, you know, popularity and fame it, it can be apparent. Uh, there will be a fabulous moment for partnership on February 19th. So think back to what was going on in your relationships around September 9th of 2018. Mm -hmm. It will be culminating at that point in time. You're also going through eclipses in your love zone now as well. So you may be seeing big beginnings or shifts be uh, happening this year, particularly around the solar eclipse on July 2nd. So if you're looking, go get out there. If you're looking to deepen your love, plan some sensual and sweet day dates and some Pisces are going to conceive at this point in time or give birth as well. So wrap it up if you're not looking to do that. <laughs> Just saying. Um, yes. So however, the my absolute favorite moments of the entire year, though, is with all of the with the five celestial powers moving into your marriage and partnership zone starting in the middle of August. You're going to have Mars, Venus, Mercury, the sun, and the moon there. And it's just going to rock your world. I, I, I mean, this is just a, such a huge moment for Pisces because <laughs> you're, you're going to see how important partnership is, is becoming to you. And, you know, on that new moon on August 30th, it's going to open a door to you and change your life forever. So I actually foresee a lot of Pisces getting engaged, becoming official, or deciding to take the next step in, the, in your relationship. So whether that's your moving in together, you're getting a pet, you want to, you know, build a family. That There's a lot of divine and beautiful energy there, so I really hope that you soak it up. Oh, I'll soak it up. <laughs> soak it all up. <laughs> so thanks, Kyle, for going through all of the signs. Um, I guess I just wanted to ask, after all of that, what love advice would you give to the signs for 2019? 
Well, the thing about, I, I just love every single sign. And so I think that, you know, we all have our own quirks and I definitely feel like, you know, we know we can probably identify some of these by our friends. And so, you know, yeah, I, I've kind of pulled together some information here. Um, so for Aries, I mean, just don't become too impulsive and rush right in. You, you run a mile a minute, but just don't get lost in that, you know, really kind of t take a time to center yourself before you jump in because you yourself could also get burnt. Yeah, I have a, um, my Venus is in Aries, so I, I feel that a lot. Me yeah. too. My uh, Venus is in Aries, yeah. I think, right? Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> Just zero to, zero to a thousand really, really quick, immediately, almost. <laughs> All right, so for Taurus, I, I've written, don't be too stubborn and hold a grudge. Also, let go of toxic relationships. If someone isn't going to be ready to be with you or, or, or isn't going to put in the work to make it happen, you've just got to let them go. Mm -hmm. That's Straight up. <laughs> I just stabbed myself in the heart with that one. <laughs> All right. So for Gemini, don't just intellectualize your emotions. Communicate them and don't run away because that way is going to build your relationships more closely. Wow. Yeah, that's some potent medicine for Gemini. It's always a struggle, but really good to, to take into account. For cancer, the advice that I have is don't get lost in your own emotional shell. Let go of the baggage because it's not serving you. Mm -hmm. All right, for Leo, I have learned to bend and compromise. It's not your way or the highway. You do shine but don't shun someone if things aren't exactly perfect. You don't say. <laughs> I love me some Leo, but I mean, you know that's straight off. Like, sorry. Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we do think the sun revolves around us because the sun is our planet. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And I, and I love Leo, I, I really do. So for Virgo, I have the advice of stop obsessing over every detail and imperfection. Even if that person doesn't match everything perfectly, that's okay. And even though you always tend to mean well, don't be too critical all of the time because it really can push people away. True. I know a bunch of Virgos and they're just like, checklist, nah, I don't know about this. Might not work out. Okay. Yeah. I, but I love Virgo too. I literally love every single sign. I just, we all have so much to work on, you know? And I think if we look mm -hmm. in the mirror and, and use the stars to kind of help us if like, See, see a reflection, it can actually help us grow. Yeah, I feel like all of these are pretty spot on so far. Oh, I'm just you. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right, so for Libra, my advice for you is don't lose yourself in your partnerships. You've got to know who you are and what you bring to your union. Mm. Very wise. Yeah. My brother's a Libra, and I just, I love him, but I'm like, dude, come on. It's my rising, though, too, so I feel like I should still, like... <laughs> take heed that advice for Scorpio my advice for 2019 is emotional passion is great but going into a mini war isn't fun open your heart a lot of Scorpio hold on to pain with a vengeance but that doesn't mean the next person is your ex or is going to hurt you so don't project that onto them yeah um power struggles can be hot sometimes but you know healthy Healthy power struggles. <laughs> For Sagittarius, my advice is make a list of the things that you want and love and be confident in that. A lot of Sagittarius I know can get distracted and scattered when it comes to this area. So just be upfront and honest with your intentions, even if it's just that you just want to have fun and freedom. Mm. My advice for Aquarius in 2019 is don't just intellectualize your feelings because your feelings are beautiful and real. Also, you can be stubborn in your opinions, so listen to other people and let what they have to say sink in. Mm. And then finally, for my lovely Pisces, my advice for you in 2019 is don't get lost in a fantasy and also don't dive in so fast and then get terrified by your emotions and then run away. Let love happen organically. It's just so fun to dive in right away and swim around and around and around. 
trying to avoid that. Well, and like, as I was saying with the, with this advice, it's like everybody has stuff to work on, you know, and, and you should look at, you know, your rising sign and also your sun sign a lot, because mm-hmm. I think that that really does affect, you know, your, the way that you exist. What I love about listening to all of this is that I can take the advice from pretty much any sign and find a place for that in my life. Same. Like, yes, I have, I know my, I know my rising, I know my moon, I know my sun. However, there were some things for signs that weren't even in my chart that I could really feel connected to. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this advice as well. Like we can all learn from from all the different signs. And I think that it's really fun when we go through the different seasons Mm -hmm. of, you know, the Zodiac season, we can kind of tap into the different energy. Like right now we're in Capricorn season. So it's like, hmm, what can Capricorn teach us? So I love that. And I also love hearing about all of them and not just like focusing on just my, you know, my own chart and actually kind of, (laughs) which is funny coming from Leo, like uh, actually listening to other other signs and not just like going when I open a horoscope page or like like go to love by Luna and like go to Kyle's post I'm literally like scrolling scrolling where's Leo where's Libra okay <laughs> like literally every time but then I'll like go back up <laughs> and like read the rest of it so it's really nice to actually hear where everyone else is going to be coming from this year and I'm so excited for all these like new opportunities totally totally I mean t- 2019 is gonna be a really lovely yeah year. awesome It seems like 2018 was a bit of a challenge, but it was almost like growing pains in order to get to this year. And seems like the culmination of all that energy is 2020. Let's make it happen. Mm, (laughs) Absolutely. Kyle, thank you so much for all of this insight. I feel like we all have so much to think about for 2019. And I'm grateful that we have this knowledge now so we can integrate it as the year goes on. Um, I wanted to ask, is there any last piece of advice, any exciting uh, surprises for the signs, any final blurbs that you want to share with all of us that can be about a specific sign or all of the signs? Absolutely. One of the things that I think a lot of people focus upon when they're looking at compatibility of love and sex and in astrology is that they they just kind of get very, you know, too focused on the, the areas that may not work. So, you know, I personally believe that any sign can actually work with another sign. It just depends on how you communicate to each other and put the effort and work into your relationship. All relationships take work, every single one. You know, if someone runs away or puts up a wall or sabotage it, sabotages it, that's an unhealthy pattern. And every sign is guilty of doing that in their own different way. So, you know, I just definitely think that, you know, going into the year, you know, focus on these different important transits and opportunities, but open your heart and live in, in the moment and allow yourself to feel love, to fall in love and to be love. So, you know, on that note, um, I would also like to say that I've had the wonderful opportunity of working with Shady uh, and Love by Luna on a new book that we're re- we are releasing called The 2019 Love Scopes, which is going to be released in the beginning of the year. And it details all of the uh, love and sex and intimacy patterns of every single sign by the month with important dates. And there's crystal sets. So Demi, do you want to talk about any of that stuff? Yeah, so basically just like expanding upon what you said earlier in the podcast, Mm -hmm. but like way more in detail. And yeah, it's just something that we've been working on for a while now, a project that we kind of pulled together very, very fast and are just trying to get it, you know, as good as it can be. And I'm super excited about it because you have a lot of knowledge to share. There's a lot in there. Well, I'm I'm definitely really excited about it. And I definitely think that, you know, if you're looking for like specific dates and, and how to, you know, how to bring this kind of energy into your life, we, we give very specific examples mm-hmm. and it, it will help you to actually guide the energy that the stars are navigating for you. Sounds like it's a wonderful resource to have throughout the year. And I think that with this podcast, we have so much that we can integrate. And I feel as though the love scopes will be uh, a guide that you can turn back to as well. So that's really exciting. And I'm, I'm grateful that you guys are offering that project to everyone. Um, well, we are pretty much out of time for today. I want to wish everyone who's tuning in happy new year and 
many blessings and miracles for you astrologically as this year progresses. Um, Kyle, thank you so much for all of the detailed insight and for being here today. We're really grateful. Thank you so much for having me. It's a true honor. Yay. Thanks, Kyle. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Sex Magic Podcast. You can find us at sexmagicpodcast.com, on Instagram at sexmagicpodcast, or send us an email or a recorded audio clip if you'd like us to answer your question live at sexmagicpodcast at gmail.com. Bye.